Welcome to episode 17 of the Port City Students Podcast. If you've stuck around for a little bit, uh, we did two live podcasts on uh, just what last year was like and what it's like to refocus our lens into this year. And then after that, we've been bringing on students and interns and a whole bunch of our friends um, to really just have uh, this same conversation about um, how 2020 impacted our faith, what, would, what it was like, how God developed us and shaped us, um, and how we're seeing our faith being shaped moving um, forward. So I have three friends with me today. I'll let you guys, uh, I don't even think I introduced myself. My name is Jeff. Um, I'm the student ministry community and care coordinator. Um, and I will let my friends here introduce themselves. You guys just want to go around and tell us um, if you're a student, your name, your age, or your grade, your school. And if you're not a student, then just tell us who you are and what you do here. <laughs> I guess so. I'm Caroline Conkill. I am a tsunami intern, so I get to work with um, the middle school ministry and get to know everyone. And so. she kills it. Oh, sweet. <laughs> um, I'm Samantha Vizi. I'm a student. Um, I'm in 10th grade, and I go to Wilmington Early College High School. I'm Maddie Strickland, and I also am part of Ripple Effect, and I'm a sophomore at Laney. Awesome. Awesome. Um, thank you guys for being here today. So um, we, like you guys already know, we've been talking about kind of how 2020 impacted your faith. And obviously 2020 was a really difficult uh, year for the world. Absolutely. Yeah. In a lot of ways. And, um, but it's interesting because there's, you know, obviously negatives and mm -hmm. positives to everything. There's a silver lining. So how would you guys say, and we can just kind of go around on this one. How would you guys say 2020 impacted your faith? Um, so for me, I know when I was sitting down to do my personal retreat, which is um, something that the church offers for us just to use to reflect back on the year, I said that 2020 for me was transforming, which is more of a positive word than I think most people would use to describe 2020. But it just, it made me realize when I had time of just quietness to reflect on my life, I was like the first time ever that I really had slowed down what I was doing. And mm -hmm. it was just really nice. And I realized like going forward in the year for the back half, I wanted to start doing like what I wanted to do in my relationship with God. Like I wanted to put him first when normally I hadn't been. So I like took more proactive steps. Like um, I started doing quiet times, which can sound like such a basic thing, but it's hard to build those habits. So like, yeah. once I started doing that and starting my day with the Bible and with the word, I realized how much more better the day was. Like it was just more, mm -hmm. I looked at things more positively than when I had started elsewise. So just, I think just taking those proactive steps to really transform my mind is how I was impacted yeah and it's funny because that that is the overwhelmingly like whenever i hear something positive about 2020 overwhelmingly it's that it's that uh i finally got to slow down yeah you know and like the normal pace of life finally right. slowed down mm -hmm. and i was able to actually focus on things that mattered and like i feel like a lot of people experienced mm -hmm. that in a really cool way did you guys yeah. experience that at all yeah i was definitely gonna say that um for 2020 for me like i had a lot of time to reflect on myself um and it was really easy at first like i was able to have time to grow my faith with god i had a lot of free time but then in like september it got kind of tough and i i had a couple moments that made me really have to like okay like where am i placing my foundation um and i had to really put my foundation on god and i definitely learned that he is the only one who can support me like more than my mom, more than my friends, yeah. anybody like that. God is my foundation. I don't think I ever yeah. had come to that realization before. So that's awesome. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I totally agree. The way that I learn and um, follow God is through actually reading scripture. And I found myself reaching for my Bible during my free time because we weren't having school. And that really helped me grow, honestly. 
um, because I would just pick up my Bible and I'd read and then I'd write a couple notes and then just really understand it and Mm -hmm. help me as a person. That's so cool. Have you guys been able to care? Like, I mean, I guess has the pace of life picked back up for you guys now that we're headed into the new year or is it still... Honestly, I don't think it's because of the new year. I think it's because school's starting again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and everybody's like more overwhelmed with the new semester and like right. all new classes and the workload of school in general. Yeah. It's a, it's a new pace of life because going to school two days a week makes everything really confusing. And like at my school, I'm starting college classes too, but like they're online and then I go in person one day. So just trying to navigate like okay, when, like, can I do my quiet time? When can I Mm -hmm. work out? When can I do all these things? Like trying to make a new schedule that I'm not used to because it's kind of in the middle. It's not like fully COVID and it's not fully real life. We're kind of like stuck in the middle. So you have two days at public school, one day in college classes, and then class online as well for for just college or for high school too? So for, I have one college class and I go Thursday, but then our work is online. Okay. So, and then I go to school Thursday, Friday. So like for my lunch, I go to college. And then so you're just like all over the place. Yeah, that's yeah. Just I'm crazy. everywhere. But I get I only have like three high school classes, so I get to go home at like two. Oh, that's nice. yeah. So it's it's not that bad. Yeah. So have y'all been able to stick with um, for all you guys? Have you been able to stick with like these? <clears throat> Obviously, it's nice whenever you get back uh, when everything slows down and you get to see all the positive stuff about being right. able to slow down. Then stuff picks back up again. Like has that? Have you been able to stick with it, or is that kind of falling behind now? Yeah, I think for me, like, um, touching on that last question, like, I've been so busy, but it's been so nice because a lot of the times that I've been busy and, like, I just keep filling my time with other things, Mm -hmm. but I've also learned, like, since over, like, the quarantine time, like, I made it a habit to, like, be more in the Word. I found it easier this time to, like, recognize I need time for myself and time for myself with God as well. Like, I've really been trying to prioritize that even in the midst of busyness. Like, I'll just do things that I know can, like, help make me grow if that makes sense Mm -hmm. I'm definitely the same way like I've definitely learned to make God in time with myself a priority as well because I wasn't doing enough self-care like I would fill my schedule all the way up like with everything and then I had no time to breathe yeah Um, Yeah. and so I definitely have learned like okay you need to cut out like an hour in the morning to read your bible and then also like shower like take time for yourself like yeah that's good Mm -hmm. I think that's something people need to hear too because like sometimes like if I like if someone asked me to hang out or like do something and my plan is to stay at home or spend time with God or maybe journal or read or whatever, mm-hmm. then I feel like I don't actually have plans and I can't say no, I have plans. But right. n- but like now I've realized like, no, that like, that is a yes, plan that is my plan mm-hmm. and that is what yeah. I'm going to do tonight. Sorry, I don't feel like going to hang out. I have plans to mm-hmm. spend to do quiet time to spend time with Jesus. Like, I, I think that's great. Like, yeah. I think that's a practice that we should all all get into. Um, so how would you guys, and I know we got into this a little bit already, but, but how would you guys describe, describe your faith right now going into this, uh, new year, new semester, pace of life, picking back up, like, um, hopefully coming out of 2020 strength. And it seemed like you guys all kind of said that. So what's it look like now? Um, my faith is definitely the strongest it's ever been, but I've like had a lot of challenges with it. I've gotten very uncomfortable in my faith. I know you were talking about that on your podcast you guys did on stage Mm -hmm. like to get uncomfortable with your faith um and i was really scared to read genesis because i've been reading the new testament and the old testament scares me yeah um and so i just started reading genesis and i love it so it's kind of just like getting uncomfortable because i was scared that like the old testament god seems very scary like yeah and he's always painted as this fearful figure but like 
he's really not. You can, now that I understand the New Testament and how he works, seeing the Old Testament, he's still working the same way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was really cool to like read that and get uncomfortable in my faith. And I've been growing a lot more with him. I've also started worshiping by myself. Mm-hmm which That's was awesome. terrifying. Yeah. I do it at night in my room with the door shut, like standing up it. and I'm like worshiping in my room. That is my absolute favorite way mm-hmm. to worship the Lord. And I've found myself doing that a lot recently. And especially coming back to Ripple Effect after winter break and like, I've, I really like it. Like it's my favorite part. And I just feel so connected with like keeping your hands open, feeling like Jesus is here with you. Mm -hmm. I love it so much. Yeah, that's awesome. I love that. Yeah, I think the thing about uh, scripture too that's so important is like it does, like sometimes, I think a lot of people have that idea. Mm -hmm. Like it's like that God was different in the New Testament than he was in the Old Testament. Mm -hmm. Like he was this really mean, angry dude. Now all of a sudden Jesus shows up and he's like, actually, I'm going to be really nice and peace loving now. (laughs) But the the reality is is that that's who God always was, right? Mm -hmm, Scripture says that, Jesus is the the full revelation of God, right? Like everything that, that Jesus is, God is, and everything God is, Jesus is. Mm-hmm. So it's not like he had this huge bipolar personality switch come the right. New Testament, um, even though sometimes it feels like that. So I think that's awesome you went back yeah, and, and dove in yourself. And you hit on this a little bit, but what? Um, how do you describe, how would you describe your faith right now? Um, honestly, I think it's a lot better than what it was. Um, being back at Ripple Effect is really important to me, and it gives me a sense of connection with my yeah. peers and the Lord. And if I'm being honest, when we weren't in Ripple Effect and during the whole quarantine thing where we had to do it online, like yeah. I would look over at my Bible and be like, I'm so busy, like I'll do it later. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now that we're back at Ripple Effect and being here as a group, I'm thinking more that I need to focus time on the Lord and being with him. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. For That's sure. awesome. Yeah, I think like going off what Sam said, I like I had always kind of had like this baseline of faith, but now I'm learning like how to be con- comfortable in uncomfortableness. Like mm-hmm. I'm doing all these things like I'm speaking on a podcast right now. That's not something yeah. I would normally have Same. done or like <laughs> speaking on stage at tsunami, like things like that. And like even just speaking to other people who aren't necessarily believers about Jesus is huge because like it's so easy like here. Oh, you don't go to church. Cool. And then just leave it like, man, mm-hmm. I should say something. And mm-hmm. it's like, well, like why not? Like it's just so cool to do that. So I'm just learning like, how as my relationship grows like with the Lord, I can easily like help other people and kind of walk with them as well, which I just think is so cool. Yeah, that is awesome. Yeah. And I think that's such a good practice just to keep us like always try to be uncomfortable. And it's yeah. kind of cliche to say, but like mm-hmm. if you're not like the whole cliche thing is if you're not uncomfortable, you're not growing. And, you know, it's cliche for a reason. Um, and I think lots of times that's that's true. I mean, there's seasons for everything, of course. So like there's seasons to really press in and get mm-hmm. uncomfortable and do stuff that you don't want to do. And then there's, you know, seasons where maybe you, you lay back a little bit. But um, but I don't think getting uncomfortable in my faith has ever been a bad thing or a negative thing. Right, I think yeah. it's always been um, it's always been good. So. What do you guys do now on a normal basis to strengthen your faith? Um, like, and I think we've talked about this, you know, worship and everything else, but, um, but moving forward, how, how do you, how do you, I can't talk. How would you describe <laughs> what you do on a normal basis to strengthen your faith? And like, what, what's that going to look like for you moving forward? Um, I'm just going to be honest. Yeah. So, come on. I do read my Have Bible. Have you been lying this whole time? <laughs> now, now you're going to start being honest. Come on, no. Sam. <laughs> <I'm just> <laughs> um, 
I only read my Bible, I would say probably two to three times a week yeah. because when school rolls around in the morning, I'm more consumed with like trying to get ready, trying to get my sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, so when those mornings are really busy, I try and do like the PC3 devotional or like the yeah. Holy Bible app, one of those, because mm-hmm. it still like fills me with the right mindset to go into my day because I need some sort of Jesus before I go into the world or yeah, else yeah. you don't want to be around me. me. Yeah. <laughs> but like... Um, doing the devotions and stuff before school is the more practical reason. But then when I'm home alone, like since we have two, three days a week at home, I can sit and read my Bible for an hour and a half if I want to. And some days it's like really in depth. Um, I have a Bible that has like the margins on the side. So Mm -hmm. like I write and underline and highlight all in my Bible um, and make it really pretty. And that makes me focus because I'm really jittery when I'm like not able to stay focused. So like when I write in there, I can study really deep or the mornings I'm busy, I'll do the devotion. So yeah, yeah that's awesome. Sure. I'm not really structured when I read the Bible. So what I've been doing is I flip to a page and then I start at the beginning of that book. Yeah. Um, oh, cool. Whether whether it's a long book or a short book, I read the whole thing. Mm-hmm. That's and awesome. I go in and take notes and try to fully understand it. Yeah. What's the last thing you landed in to read? Um, I think it was First Peter. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's cool. And that's a short one, too. So you're probably like, yeah, yes. it was great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what about uh, what about you, Caroline? Um, I'm very similar to Sam. Like I normally the first thing I would do when I would wake up, which is you pick up my phone and scroll through each my social media apps and just kind of see what I had missed from the night before. And like. Not that TikTok. was necessarily a bad. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm not necessarily that was a bad thing, but I just realized like sometimes I would see things that would just make me so wired up like the from the first thing i was like i just want kind of the first five minutes for me to wake up to just be peaceful it's like i've started doing like the the holy bible app like Mm -hmm. devotionals like they're nice and short and sweet just to like wake up get you in a mindset they Mm -hmm. back up a scripture and those are great and then then i'll start my morning and then i'll scroll through and then like then (laughs) as the day goes on i'll like open my bible and actually start reading things and like um I don't remember who had said this, they started being in the Old Testament. Like, that was also something I'd never done. But, like, I just mm-hmm. finished studying Esther, and it was just so cool. Even though, like, God's not mentioned directly, you can still learn so much about that. So even just learning who God is through indirect moments mm-hmm. has been huge for me. So I was going to cool. say something, too, really cool that you just said, and I thought about, like, when I read scripture in the morning or, like, even just a devotion, it's more like guarding my heart before I look at anything else because I haven't realized, but, like, that definitely happens. Like, if I look at social media... I let judgment and comparison, like that's the first thing that runs through my head. But if I guard my heart first and like look at a devotion, I'm like, okay, yeah, like you are called worthy by Jesus. So that's what matters. Right. And then everyone else is too. So I don't need to start looking at all these things and be like, oh, no, no, no. Yeah. It's just not how it works. Yep. Yeah. That's good. Um, So, and I think that's a great plug too for the Bible app. If you're uh, looking for maybe a devotional or maybe you don't even have a Bible, um, First of all, if you come to Ripple Effect or Tsunami and don't have a Bible, we'd love to give you one. So just come to ask. But um, if you don't have one, um, obviously you can download it for free um, on your phone. Uh, It's called Version, I think, in the App Store. Um, And there's tons of devotionals on there. They give you... Like to help you find the plan that fits for you they have like mm-hmm. ones on love for women yeah there's for millions so of different anxiety. topics so many you can choose from and they're all there and they're really easy resource. and you can do them with your friends too like i love like with my friend group we'll like invite each other to do them and at the end it's like let's talk about it like what did this teach you and you just scroll through and just make comments which i think is so awesome because it's also yeah. good to have community in your faith which is something i've also been learning this year just the importance of like 
accountability and all the friendships. So. so if the first thing you do in the morning is get on you version and comment on a uh, devotional, is that technically still getting on social media the first thing in the morning? Um, I'm going to say <laughs> no, because <laughs> I don't see the Bible social media, but it's so nice. <laughs> Uh, that's it's positive awesome. though. So. Yeah. Oh, and uh, we mentioned the uh, retreat as well. Um, yeah. If you are interested in doing the retreat, uh, you can find it at pc3wilmington.org forward slash refocus retreat. And that's really just a great way, whether it's the beginning of the year or not. You know, some of the questions are definitely geared towards uh, kind of starting a new year. Um, but regardless of whether or not it's a new year, it's a really helpful practice just to look back at what sure. you've been through and, and look forward to what you're going to next. So I saw you open up your Bible with the how was that absolutely um i actually haven't finished it yet okay but, um yeah. i like it a lot so far sweet that's for awesome sure. i I've did looked the, in the oh, oh go ahead no you're fine <laughs> i've also looked in the back for um information about like choosing our word for this year Ooh. yeah, yeah. Ha have you landed on one yet um i it's kind of funny sam and i actually <laughs> we, we have the same word nice. that's so um and, the words and you like didn't talk about it nope, beforehand nope. it just happened nope. had no clue well let's hear it yeah. Um, so my words, expectations, and I found um, a verse from Proverbs thirteen twelve, which is hope deferred makes the heart sick, mm -hmm. but a longing fulfilled is a tree of life, which essentially means that nobody likes waiting, um, right. and it feels so good to like get what you want, and our wishes and expectations can take a lot of time to like work out, yeah. and we get we lose hope and experience disillusion and disappointment when we don't have it. So I'm trying to work on lowering my expectations for yeah. not only me, but other people Yeah. Mm -hmm. so that I don't get hurt. That's Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, awesome. Sure. Yeah, I think that's uh, one of my mentors used to always say, like, expectations are resentments waiting to happen. Absolutely. You know, and we have yeah. huge yeah. expectations for people. Um, so, okay, what's expectations mean for you, <laughs> yeah. Sam? It's similar, but, okay, so I did the regular port city retreat because yeah. i didn't know that there was a student's one yeah because i always do it before it's super the new year yeah. yeah for sure i just did that one um and i i had an expectation for what my word was going to be and then i did that retreat and i talked to my mom one day i was really stressed out and she said that i said the word expectations like seven times <laughs> she was like she's like what about expectations i was like that's huh crazy. i was like that's such a weird word but then i like i read it like was reading a devotion the next day and i read it three times Mm -hmm. And then, like, I realized that I allow myself to beat myself up over things because I expect other people to do certain things. Yeah. yeah. Or I That's expect hard. too much yeah. of myself. And so I also expect God to move in certain ways, like, in, like kind of according to my plan, but, like, even though it is his plan. So um, since I picked that word, he's like, oh, yeah, we got you good. <laughs> so <laughs> it's popping up everywhere. That's awesome. That's so good. Um, Caroline, do you have one word yet? I do. So my word is for this year is steadfast and steadfast is unwavering and unchanging. And I just, I learned so much, um, about like God's steadfast love for us and how like he's just said. always there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so I just want to do better for myself about like showing that same love to other people because like our God is just so good that he loves us no matter what. So like, who am I to not love people in the same way? Mm -hmm. Um, and, I, and like so in that way and in the sense of like I want to be steadfast and unchanging and like who I'm around like I don't want my personality to be different based on the groups I'm around like in a drastic way like I don't want to be someone here and be someone else there like I want to have the same steadfast love for God yeah. that I do all the time so, yeah that's good because like now that I know that in myself like I want to be able to show that to people mm -hmm. so. 
for sure. Mm-hmm. I love that. Mike's been talking about our, our pastor. Mike has been talking about that a lot too yeah. on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, we're in a really awesome series right now. So if you're a student and you, maybe you don't come to church, uh, in the morning on Sundays or, um, or maybe you don't come to church here at all or whatever. Um, you can check out all the messages and stuff on pc Um, and we would love to see you at adult church, big church. It's not even church. adult church. It is church for you. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, I think, I guess people think about it like that because I used to call it big church. Right. I, yeah, that's just, what I, call I don't it. know. Yeah. I guess it is bigger it's big as church. far as numbers go. <laughs> but anyways, we would love to see you there. You can yeah. always come. Uh, you have to register first at uh dot church forward slash together. We love seeing students there is it, honestly it's the reason that we don't do middle school and high school ministries on Sunday morning is because we want you guys to be yeah. at church because you're part of the church you know mm-hmm. some people always say the students are the future of the church but it's not true you are the church now yeah, um, and have huge influence in the church so we want to see you there mm-hmm. um, anyways uh, thank you guys so much for hanging out with us today um, it's been another awesome episode I hope it was helpful to you um, make sure you check out all the other episodes I think the past five have been all um, interviews with students and interns. So uh, getting to hear a a really large amount of perspectives, which has been so helpful uh, for me. And I hope it is for you guys as well. So um, if you are a frequent listener and you love this podcast, leave a review on iTunes, uh, five stars only uh smash that subscribe button yes, right sir. and that what the youtubers say all right anyways i'm not david dobrik let's uh-huh. move on <laughs> caroline's a fangirl uh, what? <laughs> me? anyways uh thanks for hanging out with us today share this podcast with your friends and we'll see you the next episode